John Stewart is back in the host chair at The Daily Show, which means he's also back in our ears on The Daily Show Ears Edition podcast. Join late night legend John Stewart and the best news team for today's biggest headlines, exclusive extended interviews, and more. Now this is a second term we can all get behind. Listen to The Daily Show Ears Edition on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. As the number one audio company, iHeartMedia gives you access to all. Every audience, live conversations, trusted influencers, and the insights and data you need to grow. iHeartMedia is your access company. Go to iHeartResults.com for more. Hi, I'm David Eagleman from the podcast Inner Cosmos, which is now nominated for the best science podcast in the nation. I'm a neuroscientist at Stanford University, and I've spent my career exploring the three-pound universe in our heads. I've recently kicked off my second season, so join me weekly to explore the relationship between your brain and your life by digging into unexpected questions. Listen to Inner Cosmos with David Eagleman on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I hope to see you there. Hey, this is Annie. And Samantha. And welcome to Stuff I Never Told You, a production of iHeartRadio. And if I sounded really excited when I was introducing this, sure. it's because I am. <laughs> I'm like rearing to go. You're giddy at this point. <laughs> I know. I know. I wasn't <laughs> expecting this one to be so fun, but it brought back just so many memories that I had of reading these books as kids. So we are, this is our part two of our fictional women around the world. I kind of usurped to this month. It was an accident. Um, <laughs> it was fine. I'm good with it. Let's go. <laughs> uh, uh, on Mara Jade. On Mara Jade. Um, and we are recording them back to back. So if it sounds like, yeah, we're just steam. I'm steaming ahead while Samantha patient, oh, <laughs> patiently yeah. listens. It is I'll true. Um, yes, because I'm so excited to talk about this. Uh, but do check out part one where we kind of, we talked about Mara Jade's, uh, the introduction to her character, the popularity of her character. She is this kind of assassin spy, emperor's hand, like working for the emperor, going to Jedi Knight, going to Luke Skywalker's wife, which we're going to talk about in this one. <laughs> She's just a really uh, fascinating character. She does not currently exist in my mind. There's been some teasing that she might in Disney canon, but she was in over 90 things in the extended universe or Legends canon, which is just basically everything that happened before Disney. Yes. All right. So let's get into it. Right after, so we just ended with, they had this huge fight. Mara Jade killed Luke with two you, Skywalker the clone. Um, she fulfilled the Emperor's last order of killed Luke Skywalker. Luke has given her his father's lightsaber. Um, they go their separate ways, but Mara Jade... Uh, did train under a Jedi after renouncing the dark side of the Force. And off and on again with Luke, um, she joined back up with Card, who was the smuggler she was, grew really close to and worked with, um, and occasionally provided aid to the New Republic, which uh, is what rose after the Empire. She helped in several pivotal battles to beat back the Remnant Empire and other evils in the galaxy, including her previous master, who I just mentioned, who did fall to the dark side. 
She went to surrender to him. She convinced him to come back. There was a doppelganger of herself. I swear, I know. I am glossing over so much. I know it's a two-parter and you're all laughing at me, but I really, there's a lot that happened. (laughs) But anyway. And when Sidious was successfully rebirthed as a clone, which is what they're doing right now, by the way, Mm -hmm. in in all the new Disney stuff, she refused to return to his service. And that caused him to seek revenge on her for betraying him. A lot of spy stuff happened, including at one point going undercover. She went undercover and pretended she was in a relationship with Lando Calrissian. Uh, She saved her, helped Luke a bunch of times, and finally came to terms with the depths of the Empire's lies, uh, the Emperor's lies specifically, that she was not the only Emperor's hands, Mm -hmm. uh, which she had been taught, had grown up to believe. And then she sought to get her own revenge, um, though she did end up helping a lot of brainwashed soldiers that she had once worked with, um, which was this mission that once again had her working with Luke. Um, so she did, like, she wanted to get revenge, and then she saw people in a similar situation as her and decided to help instead. After learning of a pretty serious threat, Mara Jade went to warn Luke about it and finally admitted she liked seeing him sometimes, maybe. Um, Luke asked her to stay for dinner when another Jedi, Callista Ming, asked Mara Jade if she'd ever been interested in Luke. Mara Jade, who was aware that Ming was in love with Luke, told her she'd once wanted nothing more than to kill him. And after that, they were both kind of like, no hard feelings, cool. Um, <laughs> Luke loved me too. Uh, but she eventually left him to go on her own journey. She Her backstory is pretty wild, too. Huh. She's like a force ghost. It's um, Later, <laughs> Mara Jade joined forces with Han and Chewie to save Luke from this dude who was determined to kill him. And she was captured, but was able to escape using all of her spy and assassin skills. And she scored a sweet ship that she named Jade's Fire out mm. of it. Mm-hmm. Good name. It is a good name. Uh, Then she was captured again alongside Leia, and the two had to work together, though they didn't really trust each other. But they were able to escape, and kind of another mutual respect came out of it. Um, They were later captured again, while Mara Jade attempted to persuade uh, their captors to work with them. Um, Something she did manage to do after Luke showed up. Um, And Mara Jade was like, you know what, we make a good team. Maybe we should work together more often. Mm -hmm. I do like that Like she gets captured all the time, but she usually gets herself out of it um or luke gets captured and she helps him out mm-hmm. and it, it the balance equals because <laughs> luke gets captured a lot speaking of <laughs> he was captured by pirates uh while investigating a new imperial threat and mara jade came to his rescue then she injured herself on another mission and luke rescued her Um, the force convinced them to infiltrate a fortress together and while they were traveling underground passages to do so they had a lot of conversations they Mm -hmm. hashed a lot of stuff out for sure she confessed that she wished he'd paid her more attention when she visited his Jedi Academy um, and that she thought he needed to stop trying to do everything himself because he felt so guilty for briefly working with the reborn emperor she was like look I'm trying to do better but you gotta calm down um (laughs) then Mara Jade gets shot and Luke puts her in a healing trance. And that's when he's like, oh no, I'm in love with her. However, it is not smooth sailing. When she wakes up, they fought about why she was so resistant to devoting herself to helping others and or like why she wouldn't admit that she wanted to or did already. 
she she asked about Ming. Luke asked about Lando, but they talked it out and they lowered their mental barriers and were like in the force doing that hug thing you can do. Um, <laughs> <laughs> just let me live my best life. I love, I love it. Keep going. Keep going. The hug then, thing. <laughs> um, they finally infiltrated the fortress and Mara Jade was able to learn more about Thrawn's master plan. And she and Luke had a few narrow escapes that culminated in her using this beckon call on her her ship that had it crash into the enemy's hangar to prevent them from getting a message out, which was really devastating because she loved that ship. And she joined mines with Luke to fight off their attackers. However, they were trapped in a space filling rapidly with water and Luke revealed his feelings for Marjade and asked her to marry him. And she said yes. And I cannot stress enough how on brand this is for them. Here's the quote. Mara, will you marry me? You mean if we get out of here alive? I mean regardless. Oh. However, working together, they were able to save themselves from drowning. They both got knocked about. But when they woke up, Luke told her, I love you, Mara. But politics. Uh, They tried to go on vacation after all of this. But word of their marriage got out. And it was viewed as a symbol of New Republic unity, with the Empire. Uh, then C-3PO got involved, uh, <laughs> wanting to plan this huge wedding, <laughs> which was really not what Mara Jade wanted. Uh, designers were competing to design her dress, but Mara ended up going with a woman she found on the streets who mm-hmm. had been fired by her boss. Luke and Mara did have a more private Jedi wedding soon after at the newly established Jedi training grounds in Coruscant. Coruscant is kind of that big city planet where the Emperor lived, where the Jedi used to be based. Oh, they joined two halves of a crystal together as a symbol of their union, but it was still not smooth sailing. Um, she was not happy when she found out Luke had gotten in a bar fight at his bachelor party. And <laughs> then she had a dream that Luke was corrupted by the dark side and Palpatine had won. Mm. Meanwhile, Mara Jade and her bridesmaids, including Leia, went to a spa Oh my gosh. Oh, they went to a spa. But they got bored and went and challenged and kicked the asses of some dudes at this sport called Sling Ball. Mm-hmm. And they all unanimously decided not to tell Luke's bachelor party crew this since they'd given him given them such a hard time about fighting at the party. Mm-hmm. So and then a bunch of Imperial forces conspired to derail this wedding. Mara Jade was attacked, though she easily defeated her opponents and an Imperial Moff showed up at the ceremony right at the key part, of course. Um, but Luke and his friends were able to shut them down. I think there's like multiple attacks. Uh, then they did exchange vows. They exchanged rings and they became the Skywalkers. Aww. Aww. Han took them on their honeymoon location uh, to on the Falcon. He took them there. Here are some vows. Here's what Mara said. When I first met Luke, I was under a compulsion to kill him. Generally not a good sign for a lasting relationship. Such was his courage that he did not run and did not strike me. He accepted me as no one else had done before. Oh. Oh. And Luke gave her a fancy ship as a wedding present. Perfect. Yeah. Yeah. I kind of wanted to talk about that because it's hilarious that they have all, like in a galaxy far, far away, it's still like, our human gender normative yep. <laughs> heteronormative wedding. 
<laughs> wedding traditions. I just it, it tickled me when I was reading it. I, I I remember reading this, but when I was a kid, I didn't think twice about it. I was like, yeah, sure, that's what you do at a wedding. But now I'm like, they went to a spa. <laughs> <laughs> uh, nothing wrong with that. I just thought it was kind of. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer and set of offers. 15178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe and Summit 4xe models in dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Attention all you 20-somethings out there. Are you tired of pretending like you have it all figured out? Well, guess what? You're not alone. Get ready to embrace the chaos with the premiere of the fourth season of Crying in Public. Join me, your host, Sydney Winter, as I take the mic solo for the very first time. I'm here to share the good, the bad, and the downright awkward of navigating this crazy thing we call girlhood. Consider this your go-to guide for surviving your 20s with style and grace. Well, for the most part. From dissecting mysteries of modern dating to surviving and thriving in the daily grind of adulting, crying in public covers it all, and then some. So grab your headphones, because you're about to get real, raw, and a little ridiculous. And let's face it, life's too short to pretend like we've got it all together. It's time to embrace the chaos. So don't miss out on the laughs, the tears, and the inevitable existential crisis. Listen to the new season of Crying in Public on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, this is Justin Richmond, host of the Broken Record Podcast. Join me and co-host Leah Rose for in-depth creative conversations with the artists you love. Over the past five years, we've interviewed some of the most legendary figures in music, like Paul Simon, Pharrell, Damon Albarn, Andre 3000, and Usher. And you'll hear from rock icons like Pete Townsend, who shares wild stories about his formative years with The Who, and Johnny Marr, the legendary guitarist and co-founder of The Smiths, who has an unwavering devotion to his craft. Or the stories behind the legendary hits Babyface wrote for Whitney Houston and Madonna, plus how he collaborates with the new generation of R&B stars like Kehlani and Dochi. Listen to Broken Record on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right. Uh, the honeymoon period had to end sometime. And a year later, Mara was annoyed at how often and how much of Luke's time got snatched up by others to negotiate peace deals or provide aid. He did try to make it up to her with a second honeymoon where she warned him not to call her a, a blushing bride. <laughs> they, for the most part, settled uh, teaching or searching out young force sensitives. She was definitely the one that was traveling more and he was staying on the planet and at this point uh, teaching. But she did kind of decide to focus solely on her family and the Jedi, like finding these young Jedi, bringing them back. There are, there are a lot of instances of them being uh, her and Luke a good team in the face of people and organizations constantly trying to capture them or kill them. Uh, they went on a million adventures together. She went on to train under Luke, as I said, uh, and went on to take her niece, Jaina Solo, as her apprentice. So in the EAU, Han and Leia have Jason, Jaina, and Anakin, and Jason and Jaina are twins. All right, so... While on a mission, Mara Jade was infected with a deadly bioweapon, 
With the force, she was able to keep it from killing her, but there was no permanent cure. She kept going on missions, but the disease got worse and worse and seemed to be connected to deteriorating planets. Um, Mara decided she wanted to have a child with Luke, but she wanted to figure out what was going on with her illness first. And there was a whole side plot that I forgot about where she was like, I might be infertile. And she tried to convince Luke to leave her because of, because of it, but he was like, no, <laughs> he refused. <laughs> Oof, uh, yeah, to that end, she took an ill-advised cure that seemed to do the trick and surprise she's pregnant, and the force tells her it's a boy. Um, she had a pretty rough pregnancy, and it wasn't mm. helped out by the anti-Jedi movement in the Senate. It was trying to exile her and Luke and all the Jedi. Um, while trying to escape potential arrest, she collapsed, and it was revealed the meds that she had been taking for her illness had caused placental toxic shock, putting the life of her child in danger. She stopped taking the meds, and her condition worsened to the point that she was near death. It was only through joining minds with the child and Luke that they were able to rid her of the disease and save her life. They named their son Ben. Um, he was born into a lot of chaos, uh, and Anakin Solo. Han and Leia's kid died in the battle that was happening around him. He was kidnapped, eventually rescued, but Jaina and Mara Jade ended their mentor-apprenticeship relationship in the wake of their grief over Anakin. Also, Chewbacca died. It was very traumatic. It was oh, very traumatic. damn. Yeah. Mm. Oh, yeah. As mentioned, Mara was one of the founding members of the new Jedi Council. Uh, Luke began having visions of the future that she was not in. And she made him promise to take care of their son if anything happened to her. She was extremely protective of their son, especially in light of the fact that he had cut himself off of the force due to trauma as a baby. And I am, again, glossing over so much here, but there was this evil force that tried to drive Luke and Mara apart, implying Mara was the reason that the evil force existed in the first place and that she somehow was responsible for it, that she somehow was responsible for killing Luke's mother. Um, However, it was all proven false. But that didn't start yet another war from breaking out. On top of that, they uncovered a recording of a young Darth Vader slash Anakin Skywalker strangling Luke's mom, Padme. Um, Mara Jade was disturbed when her nephew Jason, who had been like a mentor to Ben, didn't seem to see anything wrong with Anakin's actions. Um, side note, Jason was f***ed up. Uh, we'll talk about more <laughs> later, but oh boy. Uh, he performed a mind wipe on Ben. He showed Luke a vision of Mara dying to try to turn him. More to come. Uh, but ultimately, Luke puts his faith in Mara and they persevered this time, though Mara was severely wounded. Um, she was eventually killed by her nephew, Jason, uh, who she'd realized was a burgeoning Sith Lord. Uh, already a Sith Lord probably by that point. Uh, she decided he was too dangerous to live and ambushed him and this really brutal battle ensued. She almost had him, but he used the force to transform his face into Ben's face and her split second of hesitation was enough for him to kill her. In her last moment, she decided to leave her body behind instead of becoming one with the force so her family would have something to say goodbye to but also so there would be evidence about what had happened. Um, and she used the force to whisper to Ben and ruffle Luke's hair one last time. Uh, Jason interrupted her funeral. And when he did, she finally became one with the force. Her body disappeared. He interrupted and was like, 
I'm a Darth of a Sith Lord now. Mm-hmm. Um, her Force ghost occasionally popped up, uh, giving hints not only to her murder, but to the evil doings people should be uh, paying attention to. Uh, her last words were, you think you've won, but Luke will crush you, and I refuse to let you destroy the future for my bin. Um, Zahn, Timothy Zahn, the original creator of Mara Jade, and the model Mara Jade was based on, who did a lot of her like book shoots, uh, were not happy, not happy, to say the least, with the decision to kill her off. <laughs> no. Uh, it's, Zahn actually said that he would come back and write more and ignore that whole thing ever happened with her in it. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> ben became convinced Jason had killed his mother and plotted revenge, even going so far as to sacrifice innocence in his quest. Luke, meanwhile, decided not to enact vengeance, and it was Jaina, uh, Jason's twin, who eventually killed Jason. Uh, Luke and Ben went on a quest to figure out why Jason fell. They encountered Mara's apparition, and she told them she regretted going after Jason with the intent of killing him. Uh, she even saved Luke from the afterlife, basically. It's a long story, but basically from killing himself. Um, she told him that she loved him, uh, but didn't want to see him for some time. Um, and just a side note, George Lucas was once asked why Luke didn't get a romantic interest. And she and he said something like, you haven't seen the last three yet, implying that he would get one. Uh, but... He later decided that he didn't really like the whole Mara Jade, Luke Skywalker romance saying, Luke doesn't get married. Uh, There's a whole famous robot chicken behind the scenes skit where he, I hope, is joking, uh, threw a guy out for implying he created Mara Jade. (laughs) So I was telling you, I have a lot of thoughts. I I tried not to psychoanalyze George Lucas before this, but I think it has to do with his thoughts on marriage because Anakin marries Padme. And look what happened. Mm-hmm. Um, and he was like, Luke wouldn't do that because he's a better Jedi. There's a whole debate about like, the issue is not the romantic attachment necessarily. But if you get married, there's kind of like, a you have to put this person that's in the vows. You put them first mm-hmm. above everything else. And a Jedi has to put the galaxy above everything else. I could talk about that forever, but I've already been going on and on about Martin. <laughs> so I won't. Attention all you 20-somethings out there. Are you tired of pretending like you have it all figured out? Well, guess what? You're not alone. Get ready to embrace the chaos with the premiere of the fourth season of Crying in Public. Join me, your host, Sydney Winter, as I take the mic solo for the very first time. I'm here to share the good, the bad, and the downright awkward of navigating this crazy thing we call girlhood. Consider this your go-to guide for surviving your 20s with style and grace. Well, for the most part. From dissecting mysteries of modern dating to surviving and thriving in the daily grind of adulting, crying in public covers it all. And then some. So grab your headphones, we're about to get real, raw, and a little ridiculous. And let's face it, life's too short to pretend like we've got it all together. It's time to embrace the chaos. So don't miss out on the laughs, the tears, and the inevitable existential crisis. Listen to the new season of Crying in Public on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, this is Justin Richmond, host of the Broken Record Podcast. Join me and co-host Leah Rose for in-depth creative conversations with the artists you love. Over the past five years, we've interviewed some of the most legendary figures in music, like Paul Simon, Pharrell, Damon Albarn, Andre 3000, and Usher. 
And you'll hear from rock icons like Pete Townsend, who shares wild stories about his formative years with The Who, and Johnny Marr, the legendary guitarist and co-founder of The Smiths, who has an unwavering devotion to his craft. Or the stories behind the legendary hits Babyface wrote for Whitney Houston and Madonna, plus how he collaborates with the new generation of R&B stars like Kehlani and Dochi. Listen to Broken Record on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm David Eagleman from the podcast Inner Cosmos, which is now nominated for the best science podcast in the nation. I'm a neuroscientist at Stanford University, and I've spent my career exploring the three-pound universe in our heads. I've recently kicked off my second season with a whole new batch of questions like, why do we sleep and dream? Can you measure a lie in the brain? What needs to happen for you to actually be declared dead? What is memory? Why can't you tickle yourself? Why is it so hard to keep a secret? Can you skip school to just upload information directly to the brain? I'm hitting these questions and hundreds more because the more we know about what's running under the hood, the better we can steer our lives. So join me weekly to explore the relationship between your brain and your life by digging into unexpected questions. Listen to Inner Cosmos with David Eagleman on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I hope to see you there. All right, I did want to end with like, Luke and Mara Jade are a hot mess together, okay? <laughs> There's like this whole Vader aspect where Mara Jade doesn't like Vader, never comes around to Vader, and that's Luke's dad. Um, and I bet his force ghost is behind himself. Like, Luke, why? Of everybody, why? <laughs> There's the emperor aspect who's literally telling her to kill this person, and Luke's kind of like, ugh. Um, and then I... Luke's always kind of being like, I'm so sorry for what everything that happened to you. Uh, you don't have to kill me. We can just work together. And she'll just, she's just like, oh, I can't wait to kill you. <laughs> she's like, just kind of smiling at her like, oh, you don't have to do that. We don't have to do, we can figure this out. <laughs> she calls him farm boy, which I think is funny. I also think Alea and Luke, at least in the Legends universe, are attracted to adventure and excitement and competence you can fight about that how you will but i think like somebody who's like really they they view is able to keep up with them in a partner mm-hmm. so i have a couple quotes and then I, we're reaching the end mara says darling i love you you are my life and my light if you ever do this to me again i will vape you where you stand <laughs> luke i don't want to discourage your curiosity but i have to remind you if something goes wrong this is an exceptionally embarrassing way to die and then Luke says, I'll trust you to improve the story. And then a friend of Mara Jade's once said, Mara once told me this one that all it took to lift the emperor's veil from her eyes was a long walk in the forest with this man. That after she had come to know Luke Skywalker, it was easy to step into the light. So, <laughs> I, it's just fascinating to me because again, like they are chaos together. Mm-hmm. Such chaos. And it's like, a lot of the things where Mara Jade, there's sort of this, quote, blushing bride thing. There's this, she gets pregnant and it's a really rough thing. There's this, she gets ill and is 
sick all the time, but she's never quite sidelined. Like, occasionally she did get like really, really sick at one point. It's like a lot of stuff from the 90s I feel were this way, where it was a step forward in terms of feminism and represent, representation of women, but she was still like the mom and the, the bride and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. But she was never quite, even if she should have been, there was a part where she was at least a, a good stretch where she was very sick and probably should not have been <laughs> doing all that she was doing. I don't know. It's interesting. Mm-hmm. Clearly, I have a lot, to, a lot to say about it. A lot of thoughts So about much. It. A lot of yeah. smiles. A lot of gayness. Yeah. I love yeah. it. <laughs> it was fun. I wasn't expecting it to be this fun, but it was. I was so excited to share it. Um, <laughs> yeah. And lots of good information and great quotes. Yes. The quotes. I was yes. like, I got to put this in there. I forgot about this. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Samantha. Um, oh, and listeners for letting me just nerd my heart out. Uh, in these. Um, as always, if you have any thoughts about this, if you have any suggestions, you can let us know. Our email is stuffmediamomstuff at iheartmedia.com. You can find us on Twitter at Podcast or on Instagram and TikTok at Stuff I Never Told You. You can also find us on YouTube. We also have a book coming out uh, at stuffyoushouldreadbooks.com. Get that book. Yes, please, please get it. And thanks to everyone who already has. Thanks as always to our super producer, Christina, our executive producer, Maya, and our contributor, Joey. Thank you. Yes. And thanks to you for listening. Stuff I Never Told You is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, you can check out the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. John Stewart is back in the host chair at The Daily Show, which means he's also back in our ears on The Daily Show Ears Edition podcast. Join late night legend John Stewart and the best news team for today's biggest headlines, exclusive extended interviews, and more. Now this is a second term we can all get behind. Listen to The Daily Show Ears Edition on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm David Eagleman from the podcast Inner Cosmos, which is now nominated for the best science podcast in the nation. I'm a neuroscientist at Stanford University, and I've spent my career exploring the three-pound universe in our heads. I've recently kicked off my second season, so join me weekly to explore the relationship between your brain and your life by digging into unexpected questions. Listen to Inner Cosmos with David Eagleman on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I hope to see you there. iHeart Podcast Update. This week on your free iHeartRadio app, Rachel goes rogue. For the first time, she's ready to tell you the real story on her own terms. What's true, what's false, and the secrets she's been waiting to reveal. Two Jersey Jays. From menopause to making the most of your 40s and 50s, follow these fabulous women as they navigate family, friendships, and even frenemies. The Eds. There's so much more to the Eds than being married to real housewives. These two gentlemen are loved and well-mannered, quite the opposite of their trash-talking wives. Hear these podcasts and more on your free iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts.